everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of the Savvy Girls Podcast. 182? This is Melanie, and I'm podcasting from, from St. Albert, Alberta. And this is Mom, the Savvy Mom, or Karen, and I'm here with you. And the bird is here, but she's busy eating a pea. She is. So, we have a lot to talk about. We just don't know what. Something's going to happen. And... Yes, mom has to get ready for a speech. I need to pack to leave to Shanghai tomorrow, but we're podcasting. I know. So sit back, put your knitting needles somewhere safe. Safe, so you don't sit on them. Exactly. And enjoy the show. And I say, hey, it's just an ordinary day, and it's all your state of mind. At the end of the day, you just got to say it's all right. So, Mum, here yes. we are. Here we are in St. Albert podcasting again. We are. I'm so. It's been wonderful having you in town with me. We've been busy. We've been extremely busy every day. Because we have been getting the house ready for two things. I know. I know. No stress. Oh, my gosh. There's so much stress. <laughs> what are the two things, Mom? Uh, well, first of all, there's Passover. In a week and a half. And what's Passover, Mom? Passover is Passover. It's a Jewish holiday where we get together and we relive the um, we relive the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. We tell the story. The, we celebrate, and it's a holiday where we we celebrate at home, not in the synagogue, at a table. With uh, ceremonial foods and interesting things to uh, talk about, we encourage asking questions. Some of the unusual things on the table are there simply to spark people's interest. So they'll say, "Well, what's it? Why is that here? Like, why have you got horseradish on the table? And and what's that mixture? And what's the significance of this or that?" So. There's Passover, there's getting ready for Passover, there's cooking for Passover, there's organizing uh, what everybody's going to bring and what the ceremony actually is going to include. It's a big deal, and that's on the 30th of March. 31st? Nope. 30th is, is the first Seder. Really? And the 30th, yeah, Friday evening. Oh. And Saturday night, for those who have two Seders, Saturday night is the second Seder. So that's the first thing you've been getting ready for. Except I've been doing very little for that other than worrying and making a few notes here and there. You've been not letting me put things away because you might use them for Passover. I know. So you've, you've, been, you've been sort of... Well, I haven't figured out exactly what I'm cooking and what other people are bringing and what serving right. dishes I'm going to need and what pots and utensils and such. And why... Would you want to be putting things away and out of reach? Why, Mom? That's a good question. <laughs> because Mom's doing renovations. I am. Remember uh, back in the day, a, almost two years ago almost now. Almost two years ago. Something not really tragic, but potentially tragic happened to the house. What my, was it, Mom? My house was hit by lightning. <laughs> and a lot of things were destroyed, like my computer, my printer, my television, my PVRs, my... Uh, garage door opener, the two oh, furnaces, the two, yeah, the, no, the toaster was fine, but the cordless phones were fried. So many things were fried. And so. And a few things were singed. 
Right. Like so, the carpet. So the things were replaced. However, the damage to the house itself, uh, which basically was in one room, the, the damage itself hasn't been repaired because I've had a lot on my plate in the last year and a quarter. And you were not to talk about year the bird. You're in three quarters. Not to talk about the bird this early in the podcast. But she's going to talk about the bird this early in the podcast. It was one day after you got back into town. Remember that? When this happened? Yes. Because the bird was still a bird camp. So That's right. It had the room where all this happened is the family room where the bird lives. And luckily, mom had been a little lazy and had not picked up the bird from not, bird camp. It wasn't lazy. I got in too late. I thought you they made an closed. executive decision. It was no, like it was late. Oh, well, good thing you were late. Because it's a good thing because th- that was night... The lightning hit, and there was there was smoke. There were was a flash of fire on a wall. Uh, the uh, the brick on the fireplace was shattered shattered off in one area. Um, there was damage to the hearth, and uh, the the carpet was singed. It could have been a lot worse. The smoke alarm. The bird. Yeah, the smoke alarm woke me up. Well, there was. There was uh, smoke in the air, so that could have damaged her. But she was fine, and the house is getting... And Mom's doing these tons of renovations. Oh, because if they're replacing the old carpets because they were singed, I can't leave the ugly linoleum in the floor that's lifting, and so it's all going. So we've been moving... Is the bird eating my hair? The bird has got a tiny... Just a single strand of Melanie's hair in her mouth and she is tugging on it and looking at her curiously she's overtired and picking her feet not melanie's feet the bird's feet melanie don't look at the bird she'll go after your eye she just tried i know i can see So. so in order to do that i've had to make all kinds of decisions i still have to uh purchase some things like a sink i need a two sinks i need the light fixtures i need don't even ask. But you know what the lightning didn't damage? Um, the bird. Your yarn. No, it did not go upstairs to the yarn. We are sitting in my family room now. We are burning the last fire log that I have. We've had it for nigh on eight years, it, this log. The, have we had it that long? This one we lost in the garage and then found uh, again. This is an old, 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 old log. log. So we're sitting here and we're watching the fire. And guess how much heat we can feel from the fire? I mean, I can feel heat from your electric blanket. I know. I've got myself wrapped in an electric blanket, but there's no heat from the fire. However, when the gas fire insert goes in... Mom's getting a gas fire. I am. I'm doing the conversion because why not if they're ripping out all the bricks and starting fresh? um, Why not actually have a fireplace that will actually give off heat? So you said you'd have nothing to talk about. I have nothing you're to talk well. about. I never have anything to and talk tomorrow about. And you're talking at City Hall. I am. Mom was un- not really, yeah, it was kind of out of the blue. You were unexpectedly asked to speak tomorrow at City Hall. I'm on the board of directors for the Edmonton Interface Center for Education and Action. And every year the uh, Interface Center organizes an interfaith service at City Hall on March 21st which is the International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination. Because my mom's not a racist. No, I'm not. <laughs> what can I even say to that? In say any... yay. <laughs> Good for you, Mom. You're, not a ra- you're publicly non-racist. Thank you. In any case, uh, they have people from different religions uh, um, speaking about concepts having to do with um, uh, 
anti-discrimination that are found within their religions and uh, offering prayers. And I got a call saying that the person who was supposed to represent the Jewish faith wasn't going to be there and would I come and blow the chauffeur and deliver the Jewish prayers. So, no, I don't have too much doing. No, but you're going to do it well. You're going to do well. I mean, I mean, look, I would go to support you and I would go to be there. But I'm going to Shanghai tomorrow. I know. Tell us all about that. That's even more exciting than picking out uh, flooring and You did a good job tiles. picking out your flooring and I tiles. had help. You did. Today she yes. made her final decisions. Uh, yes. Today I approved the quotes. However, boring, boring, boring. Tell us all about your exciting news. Where are you off to? Shanghai. Why? I was asked to perform at a, ki- at a private school for children in Shanghai, and I am doing a week of workshops and shows of Jazz Cat, several shows a day, actually, of Jazz Cat and workshops that mom has helped me. We went supply shopping yesterday at Michael's, and today we went to four Michael's. Yes. They don't have a lot of stock. You find one thing you want, and they have two of them. So I you, know. Anyway, so I am doing craft workshops and, and music workshops with kids at this private school in Shanghai, how exciting. I know. And I'm also going to uh, several uh, different restaurants t- there to s- test them, essentially. I can't, as I've mentioned before, I can't talk much about that, but I am going to do that. Since I'm there anyway, I got hooked up with that. And luckily, another performer I know is going to be in Shanghai, Eden, who um, he will be on the podcast. He is a knitter. Did you know that? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he's a knitter. So Woo-hoo. he's going to be my knitting content on the next episode, probably. We'll podcast together from Shanghai. So Eden, he is a performer. I met him in Edinburgh two years ago when he was doing a children's show, a different children's show. And um, we're doing a show together this summer. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Do you want to share what show it I'm is? I'm going to, but re- okay, I sort of got, actually, I got to know his entire cast of the kids' show because they were on right after me throughout the festival two years ago. And then I was going to pop quiz with my friends Maya and Allie in Leeds, and I might have talked about this ages ago, and I looked over at the next table, and there he was. So There he right, was. Right, so randomly enough, he knows my, my, he knows Maya and Allie, my, some two of my Leeds friends, and I got to know him. Anyway, long story short, I have been wanting to do the opera, uh, uh, my version, a changed version of the opera Carmen for four years now. I needed another cast member. I needed a storyteller who was taller than I was and made me look small because they were tall, basically. He's perfect. We're doing the show together this summer. We're performing it in Regina and Winnipeg and possibly a couple shows in Edinburgh. We're not sure yet. And then hopefully next next year we'll tour it. If it goes well, we'll tour it around more. That's so exciting. That's, yeah. So anyway, he'll be there and we're going to do our first rehearsals for Carmen. And um, the crowd... In thought, Shanghai. It, what? You're doing your first rehearsals in Shanghai. In Shanghai, yes. Because you're both going to be Yay. there. Also, I am going to finish the video I'm making for the crowdfunding thing for the CD, because that stalled somewhat until I do that. So I'm going to do that in Shanghai. I just haven't had time this week with the house, so that I'm good. that will be something to talk about again on the next podcast, because the CD at this point is, nothing's happening with it, unfortunately, because I've had to get ready for Shanghai, and hopefully crowdfund it a little, and... After Shanghai, right after, on April 1st, I will be running to London, and I'm performing at Royal Albert Hall, which is kind of a big deal, actually. A huge deal. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, it's... That's it's very prestigious. It is. It is a big deal. So I'm performing there 
on the 1st for their Jazz Brunch series. So if you're in London or in the UK and would like to spend Easter Sunday listening to me sing Vera Lynn songs with a trio I have never met of jazz musicians who are supposed to be excellent, um, I hope they're excellent, that is April 1st. And I will also be performing in Little Budworth in the UK on the 13th at The Place in Bedford. And you you may have heard them... um, Making fun of, if you watched last week tonight, at one point he made fun of Bedford and he mentioned this. He mentioned the place, but it's a lovely theater. I'm there on the 8th and the 9th doing Vera Lynn and Jazz Cat. And um, Little Budworth, I am doing Vera Lynn there. And I think that's it for this trip. And then I'm coming back in June and performing in Cranley in in the UK. I'm doing again Jazz Cat and the Vera Lynn show. And then I'm performing in Beverly in August and at the Opera Festival in London and back in Edinburgh in Scotland and in Edmonton and Regina and Winnipeg. And it's going to it's a bit madness. And it turns out I'm going to the Maldives in May also. So yes. I really need a calendar because you may keep this straight, but I can't. I basically I do actually have this straight. I know. That's surprising. So I I'm just doing what I do. That's what I'm doing and working on two new shows. Carmen is one of them. And there's another one. I'm st- I have a week until I need to submit a program description. So you're still working that one out. I'm still working what, it, what it's going to be. But that, that will be in Winnipeg also. And yeah, um, knitting for the trip. Knitting for the trip. I started a shawl. I think I talked about it on the last podcast. It. What pattern is it? I forget. I talked about it, though. It's a pattern, which I memorized and then promptly forgot, so I have no idea um, what it is. I, I probably need to look that up before I get on the airplane. Anyway, I made it into sort of a Mardi Gras color shawl because I, I bought some... Let's see, last time I talked about this, it was a while ago. So I was using this in this yarn into the world that I had left over from my last shawl and then um, from the Blue Bonnets Forever shawl. I had into the world green color left, but there isn't enough for the shawl, so I went to La Maison Tricoté, the knitting store in Montreal. You could buy yarn by the by the 10 grams, so I bought the 40, 60, I think 60 grams of yarn they said was the same size. It's, it is thicker. It's also cheaper yarn. You can feel it. It splits a little bit. I'm not not thrilled with the yarn, but I do appreciate the fact I could just spend a couple dollars and, and buy a second color for this shawl. Uh, the yarn is very uniform. Unlike my, much hand, unlike hand-dyed yarn, there is no change in the color. It's just purple, which actually looks good. It's like stains of purple on this slightly variating green. So um, I like the pattern. I don't like the edge of the shawl, the edging. I remember that much. That didn't like the edging, so I need to find a different edging tomorrow. You mean border? Like a border to go around yeah, the edge? Yeah, but not even, not even the... You know when you do a shawl and then it suddenly gets a lot wider and has right. a... Yeah, a do-do-do around the edge. Yeah. So I guess that, and I'm bringing that on my trip. I had to... I was at Michael's yesterday buying beads, and I also bought beads at Maison Tricoté. It, they were cheap. Um, I think they were the Made in China beads. They, they're not quite as good as the Made in Japan ones I bought at Michael's, to be honest. But I bought purple ones, and they're fine. But then I needed more green ones. And we were at a Michael's yesterday, and I forgot to buy them. I was holding them. They were in I your hand. Put them down for a second and forgot. So anyway, we had to go back today to do that. Yes. So that's your knitting project. And my... Other crafting, I'm working on my costume for this Carmen show. I'm, I found exactly the pattern. It's being made for me, so um, 
because sewing's hard and I don't have time. And mom hasn't offered. Mom, no. Mom no? Does, mom does crafts, not clothes. You do. You have done clothes. Yes, but don't stress me out. So oh. mom hasn't offered and no. I don't trust myself with a pattern. So I found the perfect pattern for this gypsy costume for Carmen, but of course it's been discontinued. Yay! But luckily, it was on Etsy. I found an uncut version of this pattern, and it's being delivered to Deborah, who will hopefully deliver it to me. And somehow, during my five-hour stopover tomorrow in Seattle, I need to go on Fabrics.com and pick fabrics. I thought you were going to look for fabrics in Shanghai. We discussed this, and you and Deborah said no. Remember, you said you no. said find it online, unknown fibers. No, Deborah must have said that. How you can't bargain in Chinese because no one's going to understand you, all no. that? I did a little bit, but <laughs> well, when I was there. Um, anyway, so that's... that's I didn't what, bother with, for the fabrics. They were reasonable, and I wasn't buying a huge amount. I don't know how to sew very well. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. I'm, I, I'm all packed. I'm all ready to go, except for a swim cap, which apparently I need for the hotel pool. Great. I bet right? they'll sell them there. Ugh. Don't want to spend my yuan or whatever it's called my money on a. F- I don't want to spend my money on a swim cap. Swim cap. I should just shave my head. So that's that. <laughs> and Mum bought me a bathing suit today. I did, and it looks so cute. We're classy. We bought them at Costco. I know. Yay! But they were cheap. I haven't tried mine on yet, but I shall. So, I'm all signed up for swap petition. I've done everything except put in my measurements for my hands and my head and my everything like that. Yay! I'm really enjoying some of the things that were sent to me from other swap petitions. I've got a, a shawl that I wear and fingerless gloves and um, hats, and it's been kind of fun. Well, I'm assigning people in the next couple days. So if you get this, when the podcast, the podcast is going up tomorrow, hopefully, again, in my stopover in Seattle... I hope I have a five-hour stopover. So if there's free internet, I am getting this podcast up. <sighs> so um, if if you get it and you want to sign up for Swap Petition, just do it, but do it right away because I'm assigning people and and I I would like that to be done before I get to China. So yes. And then once I know who it is, then I can start stalking the person Indeed. and finding out about what this person likes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. And I'll get creative. That's my mom, the stalker. I am. And I don't know. This might just be a short episode. It might be. But you haven't talked much. Really? How are Deborah's babies? Oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're so... They're growing. They're chubby. They're they're into, what, the third size? They're out of preemie clothes, out of newborn, out of... Uh, just on the edge of the zero to three and starting to wear the three to six yep. month clothes. So They're getting chubby. They're so cute. Yeah. They're wonderful. Oh, I know some knitting content. Okay. So I was whinging a while back on the podcast about how Rhinebeck, um, you know, is really lonely when you go alone. And unfortunately, the group of people I was with last Rhinebeck, I am... Um, not going to be with this Rhinebeck. I was going to be alone at Rhinebeck, which was very unfortunate for me. But then Maya sent me an email, Maya from Pup Quiz from Leeds, who knits and sews. Leeds in the UK. 
the only leads. Isn't that exciting? Yes, she sent me a message saying she's coming. She might be, she might, and then turned into is coming to Rhinebeck. Fantastic. So May is coming, which means I have to come, which means mom has to come. I'll see. Which means, and then Deborah was talking about coming with her babies, and then Deborah's friend Shang is talking about coming with her baby, and then my friend Esther is talking about coming with her upcoming baby. <sighs> it's a lot of babies. But I will kind of have a gang, except, you know, most of them will be squalling babies, but still, <laughs> um, May will be there, and we can go be bitter about that together and, and eat food. So, and you'll be there, hopefully. So we'll all be at Rhinebeck, hopefully. So Yay! everybody should come. Plan, plan on coming. This is a good year to come to Rhinebeck. Yay! We need to find a giant house that's baby-proof-ish. I mean, but we'll that's be starting... a lot of people. There probably have to be a couple of houses. Maybe just like a house for me, and then you all could just stay together in another house. Anyway, Rhinebeck. Rhinebeck, eh? I know it's a, it's seven months away, six months, six and a half months away, but you got to start thinking of this. You can't... You know, Rhinebeck is the only yarn and, and wool festival that I've ever attended. And I don't know whether they all have the same flavor, because you've been to a number of them. I just found it so inspiring to see all of the detailed handiwork that, I mean, people wear their knitting there. They wear them with pride, and you'd see... A husband and wife and a baby, and he's wearing her hand knit. You're assuming that she's the knitter. Well, the family that I was remembering, she kept adjusting his sweater right, to right. show show off the the uh, stitching, and I thought that was that was really sweet. It was okay. There's my baby. My baby's in a hand knit outfit with a hand knit blanket, and I'm wearing a hand knit sweater with fingerless gloves and a and a hat. And here's my husband, and see what I knit, and he's wearing. So it was really cute. Mm -hmm. But there's so much beautiful handiwork that it's inspiring to see. It's inspiring to see see what people can can do with a couple of sticks and a ball of yarn. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So I haven't been doing a lot of crafting lately, and I've got to get back into the groove. Once Passover's over, once the City Hall thing is over tomorrow, mm-hmm. once this other event on Sunday is over, and once the renovations start, then I have to put my mind to doing some crafting. What do you think I should do? Well, something for small petition. Obviously. Um, Several things, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you haven't knit anything for the babies. I know. Honestly, so I suppose even if they're just boring babies, you should probably knit something they're for them. They're boring. They're just babies. You should, they're fine. They're, they're lovely. Yay, babies. You should knit something for them. Hmm. I probably should. Or just go to Value Village and buy something at the thrift shop and say you knit something for them. I wouldn't do that. I have... If- but I've never done that. No, I guess not. <clears throat> I mean, I might find something that's that's really good. So knit there, something but... for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to think about this. Let's talk about the bird. We haven't talked about her for 21 minutes. And why is that? Because I, it's a knitting podcast and we had to talk about knitting? I don't know. I don't know. think that's ever stopped you in the past. The thing is about this bird. 
Recently, someone started. And why haven't you mentioned her in the last twenty because minutes? Because maybe not everyone wants to hear about. She's so like, sweet. Maybe she's put herself to sleep. She did put herself. There to sleep. you go. That was the reason. To bed. She put herself to bed number one, which is the perch, and she has a stuffed pineapple, and she'll soon move into the pineapple, and then she's done. There's that's it. So yeah. we there's a new online community for. It's called House Sparrows in My House Group. And it's it's a group for people who love sparrows or own sparrows or adopted sparrows. And it's been really interesting to get to know other sparrow owners, right, Mom? Well, there are certain traits that's, that that um, domesticated sparrows seem to all, all over have. the world. Yes, from Asia to Australia to all over the states to Germany to Brazil to Portugal. All of these birds love iPads. So they love screen time. Love them. They all seem to like to dominate the people in their lives. Yes. And boss them around. Yes. And, and the people don't mind. They, they people, make it so people are delighted with being bossed around. I know. I mean, the bird They will put f- the sparrow in S&M. Uh, <laughs> um, I, yeah. Um, Colette will fly across the room the second I open the fridge. She lands on my shoulder. She walks down my arm, sits on my hand to watch to see what I'm going to bring out. So a couple of days ago, she did this and I was in the fridge for something for me. And I thought, okay, I'll give her a blueberry. So I took out a blueberry. I bit through the blueberry skin. I held it up to her. She took one bite, spit it out, and flew away. Why do you think she did this? Because she wanted peas. She wanted the snow peas that were in the fridge. And she knew they were there. She knew they were there because Melanie had been feeding them to her. And she was disappointed that all I gave her was a blueberry. And I thought a blueberry was pretty special. Well, what about today with the eggy? I had made chopped egg. <laughs> she flew onto my shoulder. I passed her a little bit of egg salad on my fingers expecting her to eat it because she loves egg salad she took a bite she spit it out and then she walked down my arm and proceeded to eat the egg salad that I had on toast (laughs) and she spits everywhere when she spits it's on your face yeah yeah so anyway um she's amazing she's a sparrow is honestly the best pet you might ever who needs to even leave the house because it makes the sparrow upset So it's, it's kind of fun. These are, the community's neat because I don't even know, everyone comes from different walks of life. These are not people who bond over any one topic, like say knitting. These are people who, for some reason or another, have come into the possession of a domesticated wild animal and love them. So that's just neat. I've, I guess that's how some knitters feel when they find Ravelry. I think you're right. Yeah. So it's like, I found my people and Colette's like, get off the screen and stop looking at sparrow pictures. I know. I want to poop on your computer. Exactly. So yesterday she she was I was at the table on my computer, and she flew over, walked down my arm, landed on the table, walked around the table, found a piece of cheese and dragged it onto my cu- <laughs> my computer and proceeded to eat it there. She liked the crumbs. Mom's my, rolling her eyes. My computer didn't like having her there. And yet. And yet. She stayed. <laughs> And she ate her cheese there. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, I have to finish packing for Shanghai, and Mom needs to practice her speech for City Hall. I Yeah, I need to cut it down a bit. Or just keep talking. It's only five minutes. 
I know. So this is going to be a short podcast, but hey, it's a podcast, so this is good. And I will hopefully get it up well in Seattle. Mom, do you have anything else to tell the people? I have something to request. Okay. I I think that um, you should start a thread on the... Maybe you've got one there. Start a thread on Ravelry in the Savvy Girls page uh, for people to share what they're they're knitting and crocheting right now. Why don't you start a thread in the Ravelry page? I don't page? know how. There's a new thread button. Seriously, it's easy. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, That's what I was hoping. Oh. <laughs> Mom, I need to go to Shanghai. Because yeah. I want to know what everyone's doing. Because I, I, I have been away from crafting... For other than making sewing some things for Deborah and babies like burp cloths and such, right? Um, so other than that, I've been away. I need to be inspired. So listeners, I am clearly not inspiring her. Then, well, I I wouldn't make a gorgeous uh, lace shawl like you make. I'm <laughs> I think they're lovely, but it's it's not something I would do because I think it would take too much concentration to follow the pattern. So I want everybody to inspire me with your wonderful works and show off what you're making. And if anyone has a haiku, throw that in there. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's neat and it's sweet. It's a ding-dong treat. Knitting socks for little feet. Just with your knitting all day long. Knitting's friendly and knitting's fun. Knitting's good for everyone. And that is why we sing this knitting song. And welcome to episode 182 of the Savvy Girls Podcast. 182? This is Melanie, and I'm podcasting from St. Albert, Alberta. And this is Mom, Savvy Mom, or Karen, and I'm here with you. And the bird is here, but she's busy eating a pea. She is. So, we have a lot to talk about. We just don't know what. Something's going to happen. And yes, mom has to get ready for a speech. I need to pack to leave to Shanghai tomorrow, but we're podcasting. I know. So sit back, put your knitting needles somewhere safe, safe, so you don't sit on them. Exactly. And enjoy the show. Shout! I shout! I shout if I want to, and do you know why? 